It's become rather fashionable in America for economists and others to speak of the Great Resignation. The notion is simply that many people have been quitting their jobs for a variety of reasons, including a search for higher pay, more flexible scheduling, remote work opportunities, better benefits, or for other reasons. In recent months, the proportion of the labor force quitting their jobs has been at or near record highs. As indicated by Bloomberg, more than 24 million Americans quit their jobs between April and September of this year, and many of them are staying out of the workforce altogether. But the Great Resignation is not unique to America. Germany, Japan, and a number of other wealthy nations are experiencing something similar. The pandemic has taken a toll on workers, with surveys from various parts of the world indicating an increase in feelings of burnout and a deterioration in mental health. This pressure, however, is not simply attributable to the pandemic. It has been building in developed nations for decades, where incomes have stagnated, job security has become more tenuous, and the costs of housing and education have soared. Younger people have found it especially challenging to build financially stable lives, and the Great Resignation is largely a phenomenon among this group. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. In October, there were more than 11 million available unfilled job openings in the U.S. That compares with 6.9 million people who are unemployed, meaning that they are not working and are looking for work. According to job search site ZipRecruiter, that's the lowest ratio of unemployed people to job openings that's ever been observed. What's more, the rate at which people are quitting their jobs has been at record levels in recent months. In October, 4.2 million Americans quit their jobs. A month earlier, 4.4 million people quit their jobs, which was a record high. As indicated by writer Gabriel Rubin, they are quitting their jobs. For many reasons, including for higher wages, greater flexibility in working conditions, including the opportunity to work remotely and better benefits, all of this suggests that 2022 is poised to be another year during which employers struggle to hire sufficiently and staff up fully. For many of us, that translates into longer lines checking into hotels, lengthier waits for restaurant meals, and more extensive periods. Hoping to speak with customer service representatives, it also suggests that wages will continue to rise rapidly next year, which means inflation is likely to remain above average. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. According to Labor Department data, inflation in America attained a near four-decade high in November as strong consumer demand interacted with pandemic-related supply constraints. You may have heard that the Consumer Price Index, which measures what consumers pay for goods and services, expanded 6.8 percent in November from the same month a year ago. As indicated by writer Gwen Gilford, that was the fastest pace since 1982 and the sixth consecutive month during which inflation exceeded 5 percent. Another measure, the Core Price Index, which excludes the volatile categories of food and energy, was up 4.9 percent. Inflationary pressures have been emerging from many sources. The increase in prices for new vehicles came in at 11.1 percent in November, the largest on record. At fast food restaurants, prices rose nearly 8 percent in November compared to a year ago, also the sharpest increase on record. Prices have also increased significantly for living room, kitchen, and dining room furniture. 
Many factors are at work. The ongoing holiday shopping season is likely contributing to these dynamics by stimulating additional demand for goods. A shortage of available workers is also impacting inflation by slimming down productive capacity while driving wages higher. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. If ever there was a good time for inflation to be elevated, it might be right now. While substantial inflationary pressures have been eroding consumer spending power for months, many American consumers are also blessed with significant levels of available resources. The Federal Reserve recently indicated that U.S. household net worth has surged $34 trillion since the pandemic's onset to a record $145 trillion. That represents a whopping 31% increase over the six quarters ending September 30th. What's more, thanks in part to unprecedented fiscal and monetary stimulus from the government and Federal Reserve, Americans have built up nearly $3 trillion in excess savings since the start of the pandemic, according to Bloomberg Economics. The chief U.S. economist for RBC Capital Markets has estimated that wages for the current year are approximately $400 billion higher than they would have been had the pandemic never occurred. As indicated by writer Robert Burgess, that means that consumers are collectively sitting on nearly an extra year of income gains. So while inflation is significant, there are at least some households who are well positioned to deal with it. Of course, all this spending power is one of the factors driving inflation higher in the first place. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writer Catherine Bindley, during the pandemic, millions of workers and their bosses came to realize that many jobs can be performed effectively from anywhere. The result is that many of us have been and will continue to work from home at least part of the time. While there are many benefits to working remotely, there are trade-offs, including the blurring of the lines between personal and professional lives. Business emails often arrive deep into evenings and sometimes on weekends. Taking an actual vacation free from work has become more difficult for many of us, particularly those of us who spend much of our time working on computers. Accordingly, some companies are betting that employees living and working hybrid lives will welcome a chance to get away to a luxury environment where they can engage in deep, concentrated work while also regaining a sense of balance. Executives at Airbnb, a property rental platform, are forecasting that people will keep booking trips that mix vacation with work. Here is the point. If one is working from home, one can also work from a high-end resort astride a swimming pool. Some companies are offering individual cabins, offering outdoor Wi-Fi, so that workers can appreciate nature while earning some money for themselves and their employers in the process. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.